0: also known as The Trim Show. I'm your host, Aziz Islam, and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of March 22, 2021. First of all, we have a quick update from LinkedIn. So basically, what's LinkedIn is saying that from starting April 2021, we are going to get this uh, read receipts and tapping indicator uh, on LinkedIn messages as well as um, emails. And if you're not sure what this is, it's basically it's that check mark that you get when you use uh, when someone reads your message on WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger, right? However, uh, LinkedIn is saying this is something we could uh, control in our LinkedIn accounts in our settings. So that way, if we don't want someone else to find out when we have uh, when we have read their messages, we can turn it off. Nevertheless, uh, I think this is a helpful features because oftentimes we will send messages on LinkedIn not realizing whether they have um, received it or not, or whether they've read our messages or not. So that's a good. But at the same time, we want to read something and not respond to it and feel like, you know, people, uh, we're ignoring them. So the two things is like, number one is it's good for people we are connected to and we want to hear back. But then again, it's like bad force bad for us when we are hit by spammers or scammers and things like that but we'll see how this all plays out but this is something you should know and use it in your business the way you see fit okay moving on moving on uh, we have whatsapp's uh making a quick update uh which is on whatsapp web up until now we could only uh use whatsapp web or desktop if we have actually whatsapp web is only if we had our phone nearby and connected to the internet if not it would stop working WhatsApp's realizing that, you know, that's kind of a bit of a pain, and they're making this update where we don't have to connect or keep our phone connected to all the Internet all the time. Uh, this is good, especially for WhatsApp business, where uh, if I'm using it in my business, I don't have to keep my phone, or I could just connect it to the web and move on. And I know if you're following our show, you know that, you know, we have covered how WhatsApp is moving slowly and slowly into business world where they can actually make money. Okay. Moving on. Next is a quick update from Microsoft, which is uh, they did an annual ad quality review and reports. And what they announced is that they have seen uh, quite an increase in ad fraud in 2020. uh, That like, you know, there's about, you know, what they did is they have suspended thirty three hundred thousand advertising accounts in 2020, which is up thirty percent from 2019, and they also removed one point six billion billion with a B bad ads, and rejected about twenty one million ads in accordance to in accordance with their sensitive advertising policy, and removed two hundred seventy thousand sites from their system. Now, with all this, you might be just wondering, like you know, why are we covering all these nitty gritty things? Well, number one is. This just shows you how big Microsoft's Bing search ecosystem is, like right? this podcast is about to give you analysis and insights into things that are good for your business and that you probably are not considering so keep in mind that you know with this big um, you know numbers that means Microsoft Bing is the silent uh Ad system that you may have missed out, especially if you are targeting in your business the, you know, older demographic, people, older demographic, old like you know, people who are forty-five or fifty plus, right? This is probably what something you want to do. So keep that in mind, uh, and if being is not in your radar, maybe you should think of it. If especially if you're serving like you know, older people. Moving on, there's another update from Microsoft is that you know, auto apply ad suggestion for Microsoft. This is something that's available in Google right now, and Microsoft is taking a step further where they say, you know, we are going to apply, we're going to suggest, uh, we're going to give you recommendations on your ad accounts, and if you don't take any actions or turn it off, we're going to automatically apply to your ad account in 14 days. It's like telling your, you know, I don't like this, is all I will tell you really it seems like okay fine microsoft i know you're pushing ai you want to do this but this is just going to basically pad your bottom line because a lot of the small business owners are so busy oftentimes they cannot get to their ad account every day and sometimes they will think oh this is coming from microsoft this must be good right but not always is it good because just because it's coming from microsoft because you know they are using ai tools and they will just apply automatic suggestions things like that now the last Update I said you know you should look at being advertising if you're not, especially if you're serving like you know older uh, older people. That's one. Number two, with this update I'm gonna be saying if you are if you do go in, make sure you keep an eye on that email that comes from Microsoft, number one, or you hire someone who can take a look at it and keep in mind that not all suggestions are good for you. Same thing we've seen in Google. Right. And Google is a much more stable, older, you know, ad system than anyone else out there. And we know even Google screws up. So, folks, if you're listening to this show, you want to be careful and you wanna go down the right path. Okay. That let's go to the next one, which is a quick update from Google where Google has partnered with or actually I would say Wix has partnered with Google My Business. And now Wix is allowing you to publish details about your business directly into Google My Business right now. Let me unpack this a little bit for you and tell you why this is important. Especially a lot of small businesses use Wix uh, for their website, just cause it's drag and drop. With And we also know that you know Wix, Squarespace, and all these providers are not so great for SEO. With this integration, with this partnership between Wix and Google My Business, Wix is actually solidifying their stance saying saying you know, we are pro local business and if you're a local business, you want to use Google My Business, GMB, right? Because that's how you get found, that's how you get additional traffic, that's how you get the oomph, right? That's the added layer. And Wix with this is making it a lot easier, which basically means you will be found more. And it's a win-win for GMB, aka Google they get more listings and for Wix, they can kind of you know, position themselves as pro small business and actually steal some of the business from Squarespace and all the other providers. But you know, since this partnership is solidified, I will I expect other platforms like Squarespace, Weebly to kind of come in and also do the same thing and tap into that API. But for now, Wix is the platform to choose if you are a local business and thinking whether should I go to Wix or should I go to Squarespace. Okay, next next we have a bit of a controversy between google and sparktoro uh, sparktoro if you do not know it's basically a company founded by randy fishkin uh, if randy fishkin is basically a guy very well known in the seo space search engine optimization space and he did he wrote uh, he did a research piece and then he says in you know, about 65% of all searches do not result in click google came out and google says hey that's not true doesn't matter who's true but I will tell you one thing and which is why I'm covering this in our show number one regardless of who is right and who is wrong this is actually a trend nowadays when you search for something you will realize right after you search Google will show you a snippet of the result like let's just say what's uh, how do I let's just yesterday how do I how do I edit live photos on my iPhone so this is a search I did on my uh, on my Google yesterday and of all the results, you know, now Google starts to show a snippet of the answer into the Google search results page, right? What Google does, it goes in and scripts of the content from the site, which was Apple's site, and showed it to me. And it it highlighted, it listed out the steps, one, two, three, four, five, right? And that had enough information for me to get my results, get my answer. Google is doing this because they want their searchers to be happy with the result and they want to keep using google on the flip side this is where randy fishkin is coming out and saying you know this is what this basically means is that google is scraping our content and we are not getting the clicks but google is serving the users as a way we're losing out because in the previously what would happen is google show me the url and the highlights and i would have to click on each link to go and visit read the page and then you know decide if this is a good content or not but for a content publisher, for a content creator, that basically means a site visit and that would basically mean, oh, now we have someone in our, you know, we have pixelated someone, we have done something and we are there in a remarketing list or an audience list and we can figure something out and we can figure out, okay, was this content valuable or not, right? Now with Google's strategy with this, what happens is like oftentimes, I don't even go all the other links because I got my answer and I'm happy with it. But the question for you is, or the question you might be asking, then what does it mean for us? What does it mean for our business? Well, number one is, if you really truly to be, if you want truly to be found, you want to create helpful content, absolutely, content that answers people's question. Number two, it it makes it super difficult for you to find what type of content is resulting in clicks and not clicks, right? So that's a challenge because now you do not know which content is getting really shown and not shown. So Google will have to change something, but this is actually a problem. It's a, it's a two-way problem, right? Because it's a uh, double, it's like a double-edged sword. One way is only helpful contents get shown up, and then you know, if people find your content to be helpful, then people will like, you know, say, oh, I wanna read more, let me click on this link, and then they go to your site. other times it's like you don't even know if your content is helping someone and if that was a valuable piece of content right so google needs to first i feel like you know regardless of who's right with this right hand which is spark toro or the left hand which is google what google needs to come up in the google search console is a new metric that says how many times was your content shown to someone else right if unless that thing happens we are losing out you know google is Google is using our content to answer the queries and help their users, their visitors or their searchers, and they're not giving it to us, that information. So that means we are losing out and we're creating content. And we know something or the other is going to happen in the coming years just because people are going to revolt. People are going to revolt. Okay, let's move on. So that's what it is on this update. Uh, The next update is again from Google. Two big updates over here. Number one is Google launches promotion ads for hotels. Uh, that's self-explanatory. Now, you know, with those ads, what you can do is, if you're a hotel, you could actually promote. Uh, uh, you could promote your two types of thing. You know, um, promotion ads to to drive clicks, as well as you know, reservation ads. Uh, something like online bookings, things like that, uh, that directly takes you to the booking page. So that's good. So now they have a separate category, like you have Google Shopping Ads, now you have Google Hotel Ads. Let's just call it a hotel ads. The other thing Google did this week was they added a new property set to their structured data docs. Now, if you're not sure what structured data docs, it's a big concept. But behind the scenes, you know, there is a way for us to add metadata's Uh, to our web page so that, you know, when someone searches Google can take those information highlights and basically present it in a very nice structured way to answer people's question. So one of the things they added is like, you know, is, I'm looking at, is accessible for free uh, tag uh, or data set to the structured data logs. Okay, so what does, how does this help? So for example, say if you're a park you could say is accessible for free equals to true right that basically means your property is uh, open to every everyone and it's for free now if you're a museum and you have a fee you could say is accessible for free equals to false which would signal to google as well as tell it to their searchers that can, hey you are you will have to pay a certain money for that so sometimes people search for terms like you know parks that are free or you know museums that are free near me so for those kind of signals, Google is saying, oh, we're going to add this data tag. And, you know, that will help signal whether you are free or you are paid. Great option, if you ask me. Again, the Google is going to help more of their searchers, right? And it's going to help us as well to differentiate from people who probably would not, is looking for free stuff and not... Um, uh not gonna pay for it and then we unnecessarily we're gonna you know get rid of those freebies and vice versa. So if you ask me it's a good thing. Now if you have if you're not familiar with structured data docs then you definitely want to follow our blog because this week we are going to write a blog on what is structured data docs and what these benefits are. But I am going to ask my team to do that because I think this is a very important tool this is very helpful, as well as, you know, you can actually show up very nicely in front of your search, especially if you're a local business or, uh, you know, you have a online or a, if you have a retail presence, this is something very helpful. Okay. With that, let's move on to the last update of this week, which is from Facebook. Uh, it comes under the Facebook brand safety, but actually what this is in, there are a couple of ways. Number one is Now we have a way to monetize our content, which I think we have covered in the past as well, but it makes it easier if we find someone else using our content, we can actually make a claim and earn revenue from off of that content without having to take it down. See right now, for example, I'm a music, I produce a music and I see someone ripping off my music and using it, Facebook is gonna say, well, Hey, I can find someone else using my music, and if I see they're making money out of my music, I can say, "Hey, that's my money. Give it back to me." If you, I do not know if you like it or not. I like it, right now. Anyone can use my music without this, but it also basically puts Facebook in this whole challenge where uh, they're the police force, the the enforcement officers, and this positions Facebook into a squarely into a nice space where they create they'll. Allowing more creators to uh, use their platform to engage, monetize, and you know claim content. That's one. The second thing is Facebook Shops, where Facebook is saying you know now uh, about I think I'm looking at my notes right now. It's that there are quite a few businesses that are using Facebook's uh, uh, business. Uh, sorry Facebook, Facebook shop front and oftentimes they put products up there on their Facebook and then we have uh, fake products and we have um, what is it called we have fake products or people stealing our content things like that we would be able to find them identify them detect those frauds and report violations and take them down The challenge here is for Facebook is that Facebook really is very stretched out, right? So if someone's stealing our content or someone, uh, if it remains to be seen how Facebook effective is this is going to be, but, you know, this is a signal that Facebook is becoming an e-commerce platform, just like eBay, right? So they want to take some things away where we can now upload content and we can, you know. We can upload the images of a product and we can tell Facebook, hey, Facebook, go find things. Uh, people who have stolen our image or, you know, because usually if someone's stealing our image uh, or stealing, uh, you are usually using, creating fake listings. You know, although it's very easy to game the systems by changing the angle at sending things, but you know, uh, or there could be haters who are just gonna basically fi- file counterclaims and just, it's a big hot mess. Over time, this will all iron out, just, I would say, do not expect this to be a smooth set, ride where you know you're gonna log in you're gonna upload the your content you're gonna find you know fake listings or people who are stealing your images and using like things and you'll be able to get it done just so that you know that other people who are haters will be able to find uh your stuff and be able to mark com- do complaints and take you down right it's gonna be a never ending battle, and with Facebook, we know that you know um they are not the best when it comes to enforcement, and they're very—they uh, have a knee-jerk reactions to all sorts of things. So my advice to you is that if you are con- if you are contemplating—is number one is some small businesses have Facebook shop presence, and they really rely on that absolutely. Uh, but keep in mind that you should always have a secondary channel open, and this is something I tell it to everyone, regardless of which industry you are in that you should not rely on Facebook and Instagram solely because, you know, they're so unpredictable and they're not a trusted partner. It's like sleeping with the enemy. You want to be in bed with them, but at the same time, you want to be always uh, super conscious that you, know, you cannot trust them 100%. And so you should always have a second option open, right? Uh, so that's my advice uh, through and through. Uh, but do, definitely do leverage these things because this is going to be good for your business. Okay? Uh, With that, that's the end of the show, folks. Um, That's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything to be in the know. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you'll find the links to the articles. Once again, this is your host, Adi Islam, signing off. Until next week, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.